I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, because I don't know how else to intro this, because Summer Game Fest happened yesterday, but Microsoft and Bethesda have to go on Sunday, so it's kind of in the middle of a news cycle. Psych. Oh, cycle. Oh, cycle. Hit for the cycle. Um, that did happen this season. Uh, what am I doing? I don't know anymore. Games 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary. Uh, what do we do here? Uh, what do we do? That is do a good, do? that is a fair question. What did I say? Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary, and anything else that might pique our interest. All of those things are true. And also, just a fair question to ask anybody. What do we do here? I ask myself that question every, every morning. day. Or whenever I wake up. I'm just like, what is my purpose on this earth? Does it matter? Do I need a purpose? That's, Why are we so entitled to think that we should have a purpose? All right. And we went from depression to existential questions. Why have I been so thirsty the past, like, two weeks? Working out? No. Okay, never mind. Dying. Both. <laughs> uh, both are true at the same time. Yes. Um. You know, if you're not dying, you might have some video games you could play. Or if you are dying, maybe there's some video games you want to knock out off your list. That's true. Your bucket list. I don't know. We got Wait. new games? <laughs> I do have a list of some. Okay. All right. Uh, number one, speaking of it uh, from earlier that nobody else listened to, so that ref, that uh, tangent is segue is useless. Yeah. The Elder Scrolls Online yeah. High Isle DLC officially out for uh, the PC. Wanna go high? You guys want to go to the High Isle? Make sure to bring a towel. <laughs> uh, number two, Spellforce 3 Reforced. For the PlayStation and Xbox, along with the Soul Harvest DLC, the Fallen God DLC, and of course, a complete edition. Number six, which is technically three, but I don't care anymore. The Cycle Frontier for the PC. Last cycling happening. Mm, interesting. You're foreshadowing, I see. Interesting, interesting. Number seven, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 for the Switch. A little Number late. Eight. <laughs> Green Hell VR. Like the knockoff of the forest. 
Yes, that is that one. Number nine, Mad Shot for the PC. Number ten, Postal Brain Damaged for the PC. Like Postal is in the Postal games? Like Yeah, like going Postal. Like, yeah, the Postal games, where you went Postal. Huh. Come here, you goof. This way. Nope. All right. Well, you want to be difficult and try to figure it out? Yeah, go for it. Anyway. Hurting cats. It, it literally, it was literally hurting cats. Number 11, Pro Cycling Manager 2022. More? Yeah. More cycling. You can cycle. With number 12, the Tour de France 2022 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Have you cycled enough yet? No, never. Oh, that's unfortunate because you could have played some soccer. And number 13, Mario Strikers Battle League for the Switch. And number 14, if you wanted to have a teen horror drama, The Quarry for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Another. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Uh, yeah, Quarry looks interesting, but I I look forward more to watching somebody play it or to participating in like a couch playing session if Dewey was to host one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting if they were doing. I doubt they are doing it, but if they did the whole, if they did a couch play mode where like only one person had to own the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's we'll see. Pie in the sky. Ooh, I like that. I like pie. 3.14 apple pie. All right. There it is. I'm just pulling back bow lyrics. Yeah. That's a very early one. Uh, Odds or evens? Uh, evens. Okay. Even Steven. Number one, Activision Blizzard has officially recognized the union set up by QA staff at Call of Duty Warzone Studio Raven Software. In a message sent to the publisher's U.S. employees and shared publicly, CEO Bobby Kotick confirmed the company will begin negotiations with the Communications Worker of Workers of America. Uh, that would be the union in which the newly created Game Workers Alliance has been formed. All right. So there you go. The union. It begins. In, the, in one of the big ones. <laughs> it begins. I mean, at least they uh, pulled their heads out of their asses prior to not having a choice of pulling their heads out of their asses. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, there was some, I mean, I'm assuming there was some behind the doors conversation where Microsoft was like, hey, just, you better do this. Just go along with it because if we're going to anyways. Yeah. And you're going to make this way harder for everybody if you don't. Yeah. And you're just going to keep piling on the bad press. You're already digging a hole that you can't get back out of. Yeah. Just yeah. stop digging. Yeah. It's already deep enough. Just stop digging and lay down and go to sleep. I'm still alive. Just cover it back over. Throw the dirt in. Number two, Microsoft has detailed its ambitions for the future of Xbox Game Pass by saying it plans to introduce a new function later this year that allows Ultimate Tier subscribers to play selected titles they already own via cloud streaming, even if they are not part of the Game Pass library. 
Microsoft also teased what it refers to as Project Morecraft, a collection of demos for upcoming games that will be exclusive to Xbox Game Pass members. This news follows Sony's revelation earlier this year that PlayStation Plus Premium, the highest tier of its revamped subscription service, which launches this month, will offer subscribers limited game trials. Microsoft is also launching its Xbox TV app later this month, allowing owners of Samsung's 2022 smart TVs and monitors to play Xbox games without a game console. The app will eventually make its way to other TV brands as well. I like to think that Microsoft wasn't planning on doing demos, and then they saw Sony was doing it, and they're like, fuck it, we can do that too. Yeah, it's a, no big deal. There, I, I like to picture that same scenario. It's like a five-minute, Phil picks up, picks up a phone in his office that just has engineering. He goes, hey, how long? Uh, give me a day. All right, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> The red phone, the fill phone, dials it. You pick it up. Sirens just start going off in engineering. There's a call coming from Phil. There's a call coming, a call coming in. Everyone just stops every project they're on and is waiting at like terminal screens or VS Code or whatever. <laughs> of like, what's he gonna ask? <laughs> Run the simulations. And then you just see hands coming away from like smoking keyboards after they've been typing <laughs> rigorously for five hours trying to figure out what he wants. And be like, all right, I think we got it. Uh, the TV app thing is cool. I'm curious to see how that works and like what resolutions and stuff like that it'll come in at. Yeah, I'm sure it'll. And like just the nitty gritty of latency it. on it, I'm curious. Yeah. Does the app help that issue at all? Um, obviously, I'm sure it always is as usual, dependent on internet in your area type of thing. But mm-hmm. still, and there is. I I'm wondering if there's going to be weirdness with like because I'm assuming the assumption is that. It'll make its way to most Android-based smart TVs. Yeah. But I know Samsung, they had their, like, weird, like, what was it called? Tizen? Or they had some weird, like, oh, shout. Yeah. I don't remember what they were calling it. Yeah. But they've also, like, Microsoft and Samsung have a history of, of being friends. Mm-hmm. So. Makes sense they're starting with them. Yeah. Uh, number three, Activision Blizzard revealed that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will launch on October 28th, which includes releasing on Steam. The last title to release on the platform was 2017's Call of Duty World War 2. Activision Blizzard also announced that a sequel to its free-to-play title Call of Duty Warzone will launch later this year. Wasn't there at one point not going to be a Call of Duty game this year? Yeah, well, this goes back to what I complained about when they were doing the, uh, when I said they were doing the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. They said the, they were going to go to a two-year thing. The because, biannual. Because Vanguard had shit itself. So, like, okay, we clearly need to go to a two-year development cycle and kind of, like, figure it out. And then, and I, to be fair, I didn't believe it at the time anyway. You never it was, do. It was one of those where it was like it was a good lip service thing, but it's Call of Duty. Yeah, you never do. It'd be like FIFA going, ah, we're gonna take a year off. Yeah, like they're like, oh, I mean, it's gonna sell no matter what we put out. Like, yeah, how, how do we just not put it out? Like, and not to mention they watch that. they watch Battlefield shit themselves. Yeah. So like, you actually have no competition at all. So yeah, and it's not like they're trying to make a new one. Now, this is going to sound disingenuous to everybody that's working on Modern Warfare 2 and Infinity Ward and everything, but you have a rough 
idea of everything that's going to be like you're using the same a lot of the same uh like engine components and stuff from modern warfare you're building up a whole new campaign obviously in settings and maps and all those things that take a lot of resources but your your translation from one to two is a lot easier than from one to vanguard was so i'm really not enjoying this trend of let's just make everything again which we'll see more of later on. So. so I can I can defend it to an extent. I can't defend the later one because I've ranted. I can't fucking defend. How could you defend this one? Because the- you like you like this garbage. <laughs> I do enjoy this garbage, but these ones are like as far as here's the issue, right? Call of Duty. From since Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare in in two thousand eight or whatever it was seven, yeah, till now, the Modern Warfare's have basically always been the same. The Black Ops's have been the same, minus the Vietnam one. All the after that, they went Future, and they were all pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Any of the old ones, OG Black Ops, except for the Dolphin Dive that hasn't like made its way back. Um, like World War Two, Vanguard, those are all kind of playing together, right? So that part, yes, it's a soccer, it's a shooter game, it's a soccer game, it's a football game. Like they're all, you know, linear in that sense. But where this, for me, is a differing of Modern Warfare in 2019 versus Modern Warfare in 06 or 07, whatever it was. They've specifically said it's a reimagining. The story's not the same. They, the settings aren't the same. They're pulling in multiplayer maps that are like homages or remasters of some of the old ones, but a lot of them are also still just new maps. So it allows them to pull from old content while still having new content. And the campaigns are fresh because they're not just repeats. So that's where I let them slide more than a literal remake of a game. That's already a remake of a game that's already been remastered. And it's not even a, it's a remake, but it's a literal one for one remake. It's fundamentally the same problem, though, to where you're not getting, like, true, like, innovation and out-of-the-box thinking. You're getting the the same shit with, like, built in a new engine, essentially. Like, they're not going to do anything that's going to be completely groundbreaking. They're just going to do the same shit in a new engine. Whereas if they were like, well, let's do something wacky. And granted, every time they've gone off the rails, it's usually been a garbage game. Like whenever they've gone completely outside of Call of Duty's normal wheelhouse. Sure, sure, sure. It's usually not good. Here, but, I guess I guess my thing is, this is me going to... Like this is your, your Burger King to Burger King 2 move. Versus, like, Burger King to an actual, like, local burger joint that is known for it. Where you're not 100%. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get a burger. But what's going to be the fancy twist they're going to give onto it? Where Last of Us is Burger King and Burger King 2. Like, nah, it's still a Whopper. Mm -hmm. There's literally nothing different. The building just looks fancier. But the Whopper is still the same. that's, That's the... I see Call of Duty in this... In Modern Warfare 2. That's fine. Being the same exact thing. That's fine. Because you're going to... Fundamentally, they're going to be the same. The gameplay is going to be similar. Like, the 
Yeah, they'll they'll have like reimagined uh, environments or whatever, new this, maps or whatever. Well, this but Modern it'll Warfare... be they'll be like essentially the tool bin. They'll just be like, oh, let's go into the parts room and just start throwing shit in there. Like it'll be the tool bin from 2019 <clears throat> Modern Warfare, though, not Modern Warfare Two beforehand. But it's it's the same. Then that's fine. Shit. <laughs> I just want to make sure that that's what we're saying. Where I can do the same thing for every franchise beforehand. Uncharted yeah. One, Two, Three, and Four. Yeah. Okay. I mean. That's no, that's what I'm saying. Okay, like sequels right, right. and remakes, throw them all to the same fucking bin. All right, as long as we get do there. something new. Uh, oh, it's it. like the Hollywood thing. It's like, oh, we can only do Top Gun Maverick. Like, make a new fucking movie, bro. Yeah. Although, oh. granted, I know Maverick's getting good reviews and all that, but like. Do do something new and interesting. I know it's not safe. I think the funny but... thing is that Hollywood, I don't even see... Hollywood is a bad example. or like It's, it's a good example of having those bad things in it. Mm-hmm. But what's even worse is Cable. Oh, yeah. Cable literally brought back Hawaii Five-0 and all the other shows that our <laughs> parents like grew up with because they couldn't come up with any ideas because all of us went, uh, we're watching streaming stuff and all your guys' shows suck. Yeah. Which they're doing it to us now, too. Yep. I mean, Star Wars is a good example. But not on cable, at least. Yeah. It's literally yeah. just Disney owns it, so they're pumping out shows now. Yeah, we're getting, like, the nostalgia trip now. It's not Fucking... like NBC's like, oh, Blue Bloods, because I can't figure it out. Yeah. They're, they're literally bringing back Law & Order. Did it ever go away? Apparently it went away. <laughs> uh... Like, the original one or whatever. Like, SVU was still going on, I guess. But they're bringing back Law & Order because it has Jeffrey Donovan in it. The guy from Burn Notice. I don't know, man. It's wild. It's wild. It's only going to get worse. Number four. And it's only fitting that I have this story. <laughs> Be- <laughs> beginning in the fall of 2024, all portable electronics sold in the European Union will need U- need to use USB Type-C for their charging ports. The goal of the unified standard is to reduce electronic waste by giving buyers the option to purchase goods without chargers and make consumers' lives easier. There is one exception in that laptop manufacturers will have an additional 40 months to comply devices would be able to feature alternate ports if the manufacturers so choose but the charging speed must be the same for any compatible charger the uk will reportedly not follow the new eu mandate for charging ports which sounds about right because they're not part of the eu anymore yeah yeah okay so now do you notice that the it happened only twice this time what's that before I, I even go into the story, the font thing, it happened at the beginning of five and then in questionable. That's it. In two even weirder spots now. Yeah, I don't know why it does that. I don't know either. We'll have to figure it out at some point. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm kind of curious about that last part of the statement because it's like it makes it sound like the the UK part or no, not the UK. I'm sorry. The, 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 the part lab. where they're like they can use an alternate alternative port as long as it is under the same power standards essentially. So it's like what does that mean? I think it's the idea of and I don't know if this is true or not. Uh-huh. But let's tinfoil hat theory that uh Apple is so up their own ass as they are 
that they would if you if they had a USB C port on it, and then they had a what is it Thunderbolt now? Uh, just lightning. So they had a lightning one next to it. They would probably throttle the USB C port to force sale of lightning. If if this part was not in there. Maybe they would do that. Yeah, I guess maybe, but because they'd want to sell their proprietary shit as they always do. But it makes it sound like they could keep their lightning port and just have a lightning port as long as it has the same capabilities of a Type C. That's what that's that's what that line sounds like. Which then I don't understand why you'd have to make the mandate. Yeah, then just it kind of kills the idea of the mandate. I wonder if unless that's... you're saying just that the mandate is to actually just be all speeds must be equal. Yeah, which that's one thing, but that's yeah. a different that's a different phrasing mandate to me. Yeah, same. I, I don't know. I don't really get it. I mean, it doesn't matter anyways because I think the whole idea is that like in in the instance of Apple, they'll just go completely wireless, which is going to be interesting but which i don't know if that actually fits with their thing either that's i don't know if that's like a weird wanky workaround move or what i mean if i think it is but like there also there are there was a stipulation or something like that to where i think it was something along the lines of the eu is like has like a uh they also have like a kind of like preliminary wireless standard as well yeah and if they like we're saying like we we basically are, are gonna revisit this later and and also have requirements for wireless, which makes sense. If you're gonna do one, you might as well do both. But uh, I'm 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 for it. Yeah, we've had this conversation. We've we've had this conversation, and you were against me, which is part of the course. Uh, but I'm I'm for it. Whichever way it had fallen, like whoever was being told to like adapt. Mm-hmm. Whether it was Android having to go to Lightning or whatever the case yeah. being, like there's no reason for us to all be on one, like yeah. or not to. Sorry, there's no reason for us all not to just be on one. There doesn't need to be seventy five different ones. Like, yeah, as time moves forward, then we go from the you know, all right, now we're all on USB C or Lightning until whatever the next iteration comes out that is actually you know double to one and a half times faster or whatever. Then we sunset immediately the old one and move to just the new one, but don't run four in parallel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's going to be, um, it'll be because even to see how that turns out. Even now there's the, on Android with USB C there's the turbocharging and there's not turbocharging, mm-hmm. but they both charge your phone. Just one's faster. It's like, not stop that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me charging. All of it should be turbo. You shouldn't be slow charging my fa- my phone if you have the choice not to. I'd be curious to know like the why they went with C. Just like port design in general, like it is oh. mind boggling to me. Like having to deal with it more and looking at like the different iterations of USB and like Lightning and stuff like that. It's like. They're all doing literally the same thing, but they all have these like like the the different form factors of USB. It's like why? Like how did this happen? How did you how did you settle on a mini USB? Why why this shape? Why this shape for micro? You know what I mean? Like how did you people settle on these specific shapes? Because they really don't fucking matter. Like and you pick these weird ass shapes that are like just dumb. HDMI but, and DisplayPort? 
Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure DisplayPort is just the way it is because they wanted it to be similar to HDMI, but then not fit in the same thing. So we're like, all right, take HDMI and then cut a side off. Like, <laughs> I have adapters that are meant to take both. Yeah. Like, you can either plug in HDMI or plug in a DisplayPort. Both will work mm-hmm. to the exact same spot. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, it's so... like, yeah, why? Yeah, it is. It's... If I could have, like, I mean, the ideal cable would be the capabilities of USB-C, in my mind, but the form factor of the lightning port, where it's all, like, just Because you prefer the inside-out instead of the outside-in. Yeah, because I feel like it's more reliable, physically. But, and I think the opposite, but that's me. Well, and we're going to get into this argument. We're not, I don't want to do this right now. I mean, would you rather want the cable to break instead of the device? But for me, in in my like history of cables, mm-hmm. that's always happened anyway. I've never had my device break. I've had my cable break mm-hmm. all the time. See, I've come across one instance to where the, I don't know what you'd call it, you know, the little mail end. Yes, the inside the USB C. Yeah, yeah, has broken off. Which I, how. I don't know, bro. You I didn't do it. Your phone or something? I'm assuming something got stuffed, like stuffed into it, oh, inadvertently, yeah. like putting it in your pocket or something like that. But mine's always been like, and it's never been the end of the cable. It's always been right before the end of the cable, like where yeah, where the where, where the, the adapter starts to actually like the cords go in and start to be yeah. There's get supposed the form to be factor. like a stress relief there. Yeah, and every time that ends up fraying and separating, and I was like, all right, well, this is seconds away from this just mm-hmm. separating and me having a cord, but the adapter's still stuck in my phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, we'll see how it turns out. I mean, hey, it's a European thing. We're not gonna have to worry about it because you know. America and our issues. Yeah. We have bigger issues than phone adapters. I mean, I think, I do think whatever they end up, Apple Apple ends up implementing in the EU for this, they'll implement in the US as well. So, which they're the only ones that are different. Everyone else is already on USB-C that I know of. I don't know if there's another one. That's... No, but it's it's the speed thing with C again. Oh. That's like that's the part where they're saying everything has to be at the same speed. Well, now it, that gets weird with like having turbocharging and not having it. Oh yeah, that's like a Qualcomm thing, I think, more than anything else. Would fine, but that still means that those guys that are using all the Qualcomm processors and everything would still get yeah, like have to fall in line. I'm sure we will talk of it again at some point. When we both move to Europe. Number five. Keywords Studios has entered an agreement to acquire game studio Forgotten Empires. Uh, Forgotten Empire specializes in strategy titles, namely the continued development of Microsoft's RTS series Age of Empires. Funny. I don't know why. Just Forgotten so funny. That, exactly. Yeah. That they make Age of Empires. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just something about that just makes me go, hee hee. Uh, speaking of Keyword Studios, staff working on Bioware projects have voted in favor of unionization. The company said, Keywords, quote, Keyword Studios accept the vote of the 16 Edmonton staff who have chosen to unionize. We value our people and will continue to constantly strive to be a good employer. 
As an organization, we want to ensure an engaging experience for all of our employees, and we take any concerns that our staff have seriously. We will continue to have an ongoing dialogue with all individuals in the Edmonton team as we move forward together, always learning and improving, end quote. I mean, I know they're not throwing shade, but there's just a fun part where they say we constantly strive to be a good employer. I like this part. Uh, Where was it here? We will continue to have an ongoing dialogue with all individuals in the Edmonton team. Individuals. That's very much like the, oh, we'd much rather not have to deal with the union. We'd rather deal with everyone one-on-one. Yeah. We'd all deal with you Don't tell. Hey, don't tell them how much money you make. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. You don't need to. Don't talk to them. Don't. Stop that. I mean, it's good. More, 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 more is good. More is better. Number six, a co-op survival crafting sandbox is coming to Middle Earth. And we are returning. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria is a multiplayer survival game set in the fourth age of J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. I don't know. Why did it never go by JR Squared? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, where players will team up with their fellow dwarves and carve out a new empire under the mountains. The realm of Moria is procedural to ensure no two adventures will be alike. And co-op will support up to eight players. Though the publisher notes it is also playable solo. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria is coming exclusively to the Epic Game Store in 2023. And Matt and I can't wait to be dwarves. I would love to be a dwarf. In-game. Well, kind of one in real life. I mean, I'm short. I have hairy feet. I mean, I I have hairy feet. I'm taller than you. But something about just I'm going to go retreat into the mountains. Yeah, I'd love to retreat into the mountains and just drink beer and use my beard as a napkin. Make swords every now and then. Yeah. Big old forge things. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. Uh, number seven, famous leaker Tom Henderson has leaked what looks to be the next game from Kojima Productions, and Kojima's response seems to lend credibility to that. According to Kotaku, Kojima Productions requested that Henderson take down the information, which he declined. Henderson said that the request came with an effort or with an offer to work with him when they can share more, presumably once the game is ready to be officially announced. Henderson reports goes on to highlight uh, details of the leaked footage he received from the game that apparently features Death Stranding's Margaret uh, Qualley. Henderson describes Qualley, who uh, played the mama, or played mama. I guess that's a character in Death Stranding. Do you do you, remember, do you know who this person is? Mama? I don't think I played that long. Okay. In Death Stranding, which, uh, where where was I? Running through a dark alley with a flashlight, there's a jump scare, then the screen cuts the text that says game over. Henderson later tweeted that uh, that his interaction with Kojima Production wasn't antagonistic, and that they were very understanding, all things considered. Interesting, so I'm wondering if that's the uh, sequel. I mean, uh, you would assume that is the sequel. Or prequel, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Then play Death Stranding. Don't know how that game turns out. Right. So, same. Uh, Because I only played for three hours or so. Yeah. 
uh, and walking just pissed me off. But all right, yeah, can't wait to see what cluster this is going to be. I'm sure, people will love it and hate it. And yep, well, people are going to jerk it off all over. Just oh yeah, Kojima. Yeah, it's as we must force of nature. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Number nine. Eight. More leaks. Have we talked about the Division Heartlands game modes? I don't think so. We speculated. I said what I wanted. Let's see if they came through. All right. The first mode, called Excursion, is strictly PvE and aimed at easing new players into the game. Predictably... Oh, wow. What was that? Bubble in the throat. Predictably, the goal is to scavenge loot, fight enemy AI, and eventually extract out of the hot zone via a helicopter. Alright, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Sounds like the Division. The second mode, called Storm, adds PvP into the mix. According to Tom Henderson... The one and only. Their twist on the Battle Royale concept is the poisonous gas can expand from random points across the whole map, which should make gameplay more dynamic. Which sounds like the 
nuke mode from, I think it was Modern Warfare. All right. The third mode is called Nightfall, described as an objective-based PvE mode. It will require players to complete objectives before extracting on foot instead of via helicopter. The extraction also cannot happen before sunrise, forcing players to deal with NPC enemies called Vultures at nighttime. The fourth mode, called Hunt, will reportedly be focused strictly on PvP. So I believe the second one being Storm is PvPVE. Yeah. Like, uh, what's that one that does that? Is it, is it Escape from Tarkov? Is that the one? Or is it... Uh... Yeah, Tarkov's PvPVE. Well. You can end up in a room with other players, but then there's mm-hmm. you're still fighting enemies that are yeah. around. And you still like have loot objectives. Yep. And... Sounds like uh, I'm getting everything I want, and I literally don't care about the hunt. So, perfect. Yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised to see that there is such a PvE focus, so that's good. I was worried that they were just going to, you know... They they need to like focus on PvE. I think. Oh, I agree. I think PvP is a nice, like, hey, we can do it, and hey, having it, like, show up in certain things is fun, but I think PvE is your bread and butter to do that. I agree. I think that was the attractive part of the division, so. Yeah. And again, give me the division. Yeah. It's, oh, do I say this? And it's not controversial. It is my favorite third-person shooter ever. I can't name another one that I actually enjoy. I just wish, like... Sorry, I can. <clears throat> Sniper Elite. That's a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thought about it for more than five seconds. Found an answer. Well, no, I get what you're saying. Like, I I really enjoyed The Division as well, like, a lot. But it just didn't, like... For me, it didn't have the staying power that I was hoping it would have. But that seems to be a common theme across, like, all mm. games right one now. One had so. the staying power for me. Because it was very clear on like, hey, hop in, knock out these weeklies. Like you, the they put a schedule or like a content ske- goal schedule each week out that made sense. Hey, raids we reset every week. Hey, get in, do uh, two hard mode, or yeah, two hard mode, uh, whatever the missions a day, and do one challenging mission. That could take you 30 minutes, knock out everything. You just do public matchmaking and then, Hey, okay, cool. You've knocked it out for that day. Here's your rewards mm-hmm. and your work. That just all builds towards like working towards the weekly. Yeah. Game. I think but then it, when division two dropped at the end of the game, they went do it all again, eight times. And we're not going to tell you what to do at all. There's no goals. Just, and I was like, I can't what it. So like going to our conversation that we had, like, uh, with, with Dewey, like, and rating and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like that's what the division was lacking and the division two, to a certain extent as well, was like any sort of like cohesive end game to where like, you know, you could go in with your friends they, and just they kind were, of bash your head against something. They were division one, I think was still the best example. D two. I still think missed the mark. I think if they take D one, D one just was so close where they, they had those goals that you had a daily goal and they you had a weekly thing. The only thing they needed to do was actually build out like a uh, four to eight person scaling team raid, mm-hmm. like more than what their bullet sponge raid thing was, where they're like, yeah. oh, you know, with like genuine like, mechanics. And yeah, stuff yeah, like, like actually give me something, and you were right there because you gave me the way to farm gear. You had that whole thing of like, hey, this is how you farm gear. Hey, you can do this, do this. Perfect. All right, what do I go use the gear in? 
you just use it to farm more gear. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Give me the, give me the raid. And like, I would have loved to help them with that. And, and then I, they were like, oh, well, there's the dark zone. I was like, yeah, so what? I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. It's I don't like, give a shit about the, the underground either, which is another section of it. And the raids just were, oh, the, they were decent, but they were so bullet spongy that. They were just I like just, their um, normal. Just I mean, jacked yeah, up to 11. Yeah, they were like their normal missions or like they the had tank, something that wasn't. Well, the tank thing was interesting because it was the actual like raid where you had to. You were supposed to like get to him, you know, shoot him down enough and then get to him and drop like blow up a charge and then do it like three more times or whatever. Uh, but then when people started building the crazy like support kits to juice up somebody with all the, whatever it was, the amount of tech power you needed yeah. or something. And like that's a cool way to do it. I like watching those things and cheesing it, but it's the same way that you can watch mythic raids get killed in WoW with thirty, uh, like thirty boomkins or whatever the joke is. Like, oh ha, yeah. ha ha, we're all here and we can just do it. But it's like, yeah, obviously that's not how it's intended. So like, don't patch the game around that. That was like, the other thing. Design the needed, game around. They the needed opponent. to like make the classes a little bit more like viable. I feel like as well, but whatever. Anyways. Uh, so gum gummers, <laughs> summer game fest happened this week. Gummers, man, <laughs> gum job. What? Granny gum jobs? Um, you know, because I got to take out the dentures. Yeah, yeah. So that's an old joke. That's an old joke. Uh, summer games fest. It happened. Uh, we have a recap. We're gonna breeze through it. Um, and we'll stop and talk about anything you want to stop and talk about. All right, so first on our list, we have Aliens Dark Descent, uh, which should be coming in 2023. Uh, looks like a squad-based action game. I don't know. Do you do you want to comment on it all? What you thought, think of it? it? It was definitely an Aliens game. Yeah, for sure. Aliens game. And I think when I said Alien at the beginning, everybody was like, nah. And I was like, I'm pretty positive that's an Alien game. And then obviously you see the first fucking thing. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, we were. But, it was. I f- I feel like it was pretty obviously aliens because like that was my the first thing I said was like fire team aliens fire team. Oh yeah, I mean this is just thing. me throwing shit. And I was like, I, cause I I feel like I said alien and somebody said no. I don't remember who it was, but I just I'm just messing. We with were because for... it was like I thought fire, this fire team game came out. What is this? Yeah, yeah. The... Which is still kind of weird to me. True. I think this is meant to be more back to the the overplayed. Like the Left actual, like, well, no, because I think that's more what Fire Team was. I think this is going closer to like what Isolation was, where they're trying to actually tell an alien story, like where you're gonna play an alien story. But I don't know 100 percent if that's actually true or not. Mm. It kind of looked like um, because they set GTFO up GTFO a little bit. Yes, yeah, with like a swarm. Mm-hmm. But that again, that was also Fire Team. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it definitely looked good. So I guess we'll probably just see more. Of I mean, it. be honest, we're steps away from them just coming out and saying like, "Oh, it's just a fire team expansion." We all go, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah." <laughs> uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, October twenty eighth. Um, looks like it, it looks good visually. You could literally was what I said when when we watched when the trailer came out before was like. You could literally tell me it's any Call of Duty, and I'd be like, okay. 
because they all just they're they're a little cookie cutter at this point as far as the trailers go. Um, any any strong feelings on Call of Duty? I think it looks really good, but I think that's just true of everything in their new engines, where like they actually look visually good. Yeah. Um. It it was I mean, en- it was entertaining to watch them like try to talk about it. Yeah. Because yeah. it almost felt like they didn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty is kind of like the epitome of gaming generally. Like, they're always... Call of Duty is just a good barometer for where games are, I feel like. So, like, it's true of any video game right now, but also very much Call of Duty is, like, you don't really know if it's any good until people start playing it, and they're like, oh, this game's balanced well, or this game's like, feels good. Yeah. And then, like... Or they're just like, oh, it's hot garbage, you know? Like, like, I have a bunch of things that when I hear Modern Warfare 2 trigger my my PTSD of multiplayer days. Yeah. Because there were a lot of bugs and issues with that game, uh, in, in multiplayer specifically, that were, like, just not fun to play with. Yeah. Or, well, there were some there were some that were really fun, and there were other ones where it was like, this is just objectively not good, and I can't believe they let this go to live and haven't fixed it type of thing. Um, but when they're showing this... Uh, God, I wish I remembered what her name was. But she was really good, both in the the weird, like, uh, I wanted to say shipping cruiser, but that's not what she was on. Like, the loading dock thing where they were doing the like Call of Duty re- reveal thing that they started the trailer with, where she's, like, on the shipping crate and takes those three steps forward. And I was like, why did she take those three steps? What the fuck oh, is yeah, that? Yeah. And that was just really weird. But then she was in studio. And she was doing really well, like, pretending, but I can't remember, whoever was with her from Infinity Ward just, like, kept tripping over himself and, like, how he kind of wanted to talk about it. And it's not, like, true shade at him, because, you know, if it's your first time or maybe it's not his first time, it's just the whole thing just didn't seem cohesive. But the visuals they showed were really good. It's fun to see the team back together. Obviously, it's iconic characters of So, Price, and and, uh, Ghost. Yeah, sure, Gaz is there, and now there's Alejandro, apparently. And I'm just like, yep, all right, whatever. Please don't just randomly kill ghosts with a pistol halfway through the story for absolutely no reason. Uh, and also, please put ghosts back in his normal looking, his old, his old OG uh, mask, not his current one, because I don't like his current one. But that's a me thing. His current one just looks like a Ghost Recon Breakpoint character, where he has the like blast shield that he painted a skull on. Yeah. But OG Ghost was wearing like full balaclava just like a black balaclava that he had that it looked like he had like white painted a skull on which just looked way cooler Mm -hmm. i think it's also partially because everybody saw him and he was that iconic character and then a bunch of games went i like that and then just ran with it yeah so they're trying to break the mold again because every time you're dealing with ghost recon the last two ghost recons wildlands and and breakpoint you're dealing with the oh some South American drug cartel, and they're like, oh, well, they love the Dia de los Muertes, so they're all going to roll skulls on their face. I was like, why? What racist shit is this? Ugh. Ghost Recon. All right. Uh, Cup had the delicious last course, uh, which should be coming out June 30th. Still amazes me when that game came out and how good its graphics looked then and still do. Mm-hmm. Their visual team kills it. They do. I love their, like, the art style is amazing, too. Have you watched the Cuphead show yet? I have not. Same exact style. Is it? Yeah. Which makes sense. Should be good. Uh, Goat Simulator 3, which should be out this fall. 
Um, that one had a great trailer because it was like a parody of the Dead Island trailer. That never yes. ended up oh, getting yeah, released. No, it, it, I don't even know if it's a parody. It's almost yeah, like it's... the exact trailer with goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just fantastic. Just go watch the trailer. And I think they got literally everyone um, with jumping to three. Yeah. Because everyone's were... like, there was a two? But there wasn't. So there you go. Spoilers. Uh, Gotham Knights, October 25th, it should be out. I don't know. Nightwing. That's what you saw. saw yeah. Nightwing. Yeah. You saw Nightwing. I'm, I want to see more of it before it releases. Because I still, I want more like explanation of how it's supposed to play. Yeah. Is it I like mean, an Arkham game or is it? That whole statement is kind of a trend for the entire show. Yes. Yeah. It goes to, I and, believe it was Mitch, uh, Mitch Dyer, Dwyer. Yeah. Mitch, uh, Mitch Dyer. Yeah. Who had tweeted out, uh, I have a wild new concept. This is paraphrasing. Wild new concept to game trailers that actually show gameplay. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, what's crazy too is a lot of these games like uh, Gotham Knights, which we haven't seen really a lot of gameplay of, is supposed to be out this fall. Yeah. So are they just like holding back to the last possible minute? Who knows? Uh, Bloober Team showed off Layers of Fears, uh, which was kind of funny because um, we were like spitballing, you know, as we go, and Nate had the fear. The fear guess there, where he was like, "Oh, they should just remake Fear." Re- the, well, the re- only the only reason I guessed Fear was because it was right as they wrote Fear on the screen. Yeah. What would be fantastic, so though, is that, they, is that really a guess if they really write the word? No, but <laughs> what would be fantastic though is if they came out and said like, "Oh, this is a part of that franchise," which would be hilarious. But oh, that that would be absolutely hysterical. But I'm pretty sure uh, because this is layers of fears. Mm-hmm. Didn't we already? Don't we have Layer of Fear and Layer of Fear Two? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure those both exist. I've got to double check right now. Go for it. Uh, so they're saying early 2023 for this, um, and it does seem to be kind of a play on Bloober Team's previous game uh, with their medium, which was the switching back and forth thing. They they had like hints of it in the trailer of them, like you know, you seeing a duality of two worlds type thing. Yeah, Layer of Fear was 2016. Layer of Fear Two was 2018. Medium was 2020 for the Xbox release, and then this is 2022. So, oh, so that okay, so it's their franchise then. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns, which should be October seventh. Um, I again, please actually show me something. And Hulk looked weird. Okay, so here there's a description on this recap thing I'm looking at. Marvel's Midnight Suns is a card-based strategy title, uh, which I don't understand the whole concept. But uh, I guess they're from it's from the people who made XCOM, the XCOM reboots. They're the reboot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Card-based. I I just need to see it. I need to see actual gameplay. And Hulk looked weird. Hulk still, did look I, weird. I can't get over that. The I felt like the whole game, like Dewey kind of agreed with me, I believe too, but like the whole trailer looked like they were, it was from the angle of a fighting game. Like it looked like it could have, it was a fighting game. There were definitely a lot of moments where they were showing like, like he said, fighting intros. Yeah. 
And I was like, there's no way that's a fighting game. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I don't, but I mean, I don't think it is, but like, really it's really bold weird. to make it a fighting game. I feel like. Yeah. But it would also, it would also make sense. Who knows? Uh, One Piece Odyssey, which should be out this year at some point. It just says 2022. Um, Yeah, I don't know. One Piece Odyssey. It's a game. Yep. I guess if you have free time, go watch the 1,000 episodes of the show. 1,020. Oh, 20. Yeah. There's, I, I still have 1,010 to watch, but there's 1,020 episodes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Uh, next up is Routine, uh, which has an unknown release date, sci-fi horror game, stealth hacking, that type of thing. A lot of horror games this time around. There were. There were a lot of horror games. Uh, Stormgate, beta in 2023, really, again, showed absolutely nothing. Sci-fi RTS from uh, some of the people from Activision Blizzard who made StarCraft and um, I feel like they mentioned some other game, but StarCraft was the important. They probably also mentioned Warcraft, but maybe they're. uh, I mean, they're RTS, you know. um, Legends is the wrong word. Uh, Their background is full RTS, so it's Mm -hmm. like okay, RTS from people. Yeah, people from RTS veterans like that are known for making good ones like let's see what they do but at the same yeah. time like they didn't have anything to really show they showed concept art and i'm like that's why yeah we live in weird times <laughs> um teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge coming out june 16th um there's i know i actually know a good amount of people who are looking forward to this i'm one of them there you go and everyone then everyone's in it because the second one in from the left is Teenage Mutant Turtles of Time. Okay. The Callisto Protocol, which is, should be out December 2nd. Uh, that's from the same people who made the first Dead Space, Glenn Schofield. Uh, it's supposed to be a spiritual successor that is no longer inside the PUBG universe. It looks fantastic, I do have to say. Looks like Dead Space. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to uh seeing or playing it or whatever what i end up deciding to do and then also seeing and playing the dead state dead Dead space remake kind of putting them side by side and being like what 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 we got going on here like (laughs) and they did bring him out yep so um everyone's favorite the last of us part one i don't even i just september 2nd that'll be out PC release date is unknown. Game of the year. Oh my god. Apparently it's going to be $70. Yeah, it's a PS5 exclusive. I don't know. You think okay. it, do you think it, it gets nominated for game of the year? I What <sighs> what terrible timeline do you want to live in, Matt? The right one or the wrong one? You can I, be wrong I mean, with we're me. We're already in the wrong one, right? Well, you can be you can be wrong with me and say that it shouldn't be game of the year. It absolutely should not be game of but the year. The cor- it will get nominated for game saying, of the but year. But the right slash correct timeline, which is just the timeline that we will end up living in, mm-hmm. is the one where it gets nominated and 
potentially wins. Go fuck itself. Uh, Witchfire. Um, early access in 2022. Was this the one that was in development for like a decade? Was announced a decade ago? I feel like there were a lot of those. <laughs> I don't remember. That was not good. Um, I couldn't yeah. remember if that was that one or if this was the one that said that they announced it at the Game Awards in 2015 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, apparently they didn't have anything. All right, so American Arcadia was another one. Yes. I don't know if... if I'm trying to rip through the list here. American Arcadia, Flashback 2. Flashback 2 was the one that Jeff was really happy to have come back. Yeah, and we were all just like, what is it? And I was like, oh, it's just going to be like that uh, Max and whatever one. Yeah, some throwaway. None of us give a shit. (laughs) Yep. Fort Solace. Um, High Water, which was like an indie-ish. It was like a weird art style. The... uh, that's the one where you said, uh, what was the game? The EA game, the EA, uh, indie game there. Oh, I made the joke of, uh, Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda. Oh, there was, but a... Sea of Solitude is the one yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, that was it. Um, there's also, uh, there's another game that does that exact thing. It, Funhouse played it. Uh, it was on a, it was on either the worst games or it was a Steam Roulette game because I remember James and Bruce having the back to back of, you said this is just like Wind Waker, and Bruce does his stare off into the corner. <laughs> He's That's like, no, well, who said that? James like, you said that, and he just... Uh, uh, Humankind, which was the... Humankind like... DLC. Yeah, okay. Because that uh, game's been out for a while, but they were adding in new factions and... Oh, yeah, that's right. Stuff. Um, Nightingale, which that was the one that Dewey was hyped about, which does look good, uh, which was the Miscraft one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where I think it would be really fun for us to do. Yep. Uh, Saints Row. Saints Row, specifically the boss creator. Yep. Yep. Which you can do now. You can go create your your person. Because it's apparently the most in-depth creator they've ever had. Uh, Soul Hackers 2. Uh, Star Rail. Street Fighter 6. The Guile Reveal. Uh, if you're into that thing, he does look American, so American. Super people. Yep. We, we saw the quarry, uh, Warframe. The quarry trailer had too much going on. I mean, that's kind of like, like until dawn. There's a lot going. Like all of their games, there's a lot going on. Yeah, but this one was like I can't even figure out. Who, what is a bad guy and what isn't and mm-hmm. like what the story even is. It looks like it's 18 stories happening the entire time. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to need to watch somebody play it because I will lose track. Otherwise, uh, again, Warframe still kicking years later. Yeah. Seems to be doing well. Uh, Warhammer 40 K dark tide. Yeah. The, uh, Vermintide modern version. And then Zenless zone zero, which I don't remember that one. Triple Z. I remember it only because I joked that it was ZZZ. I believe that's the one that was the anime one uh, that just had like a bunch of references in it. Uh-huh. I believe that was that one. Um, And then finally, uh, that's it for the recap. But uh, when listing off the remaining showcases expected in the coming days, as well as his future events, GamesCon opening night live in August and the Game Awards in December, Keeley announced that next year's Summer Games Fest 
would be both digital and in person, quote, to bring the gaming community together, end quote. Uh, the rumor slash reference or whatever is that he's, he plans on going head-to-head against E3. Yeah, which is uh, doubly funny because he's already doing it this year. Uh, there is a in-person Summer Games Fest this year. Oh, didn't I know that? I have seen industry people tweeting that they are at it. So I it, I might have been industry only. Which that would make sense. That would be a very, very smart move to do the digital one and then industry only. Test and then yep. next year do full on. Yeah, because it's only been industry people that I've seen there. Yep. All right, and then we got the short stuff. And I'm going to rip through all this real quick. Jeff Grubb provided short some. Round. Yep. Short round. Dr. June. Also what I call my penis. All right, Brian Posehn. Jeff Grubb Pro- <laughs> <laughs> <Jeff Grubb laughs> provided some insight into Naughty Dog's Last of Us multiplayer spinoff, saying the project will not be a continuation of Factions and will indeed be, quote, very, very live servicey. And he also said it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. It's and more it's ambitious. Big, it's as big as one of our single player games, which I went, please God, no. And then followed that with, by the way, it won't be out anytime soon. Yeah. And I started cackling. Yep. Uh, the Pokemon company has revealed that all related software of its franchise has shipped over 440 million units. It's a lot of units for anybody that's curious what a number means. Yes. You want to know what's going to be even funnier? What's that? Take a guess what the next thing they're scheduled to ship is. Uh, There's two things. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of them is not a guess. One of them you know. What's what's the new Violet? Close. Scarlet. And so that one's up there. What is It's Scarlet and Violet? Scarlet and... Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Whatever the two are. It's Scarlet and probably Violet. That sounds right. It's, um, it's definitely purple. Um, the other one is one you're not going to guess. I'm just going to tell you. Eventually, they're supposed to be sunsetting TCG, the trading card game, yeah. TCG Online. Yeah. Because they're supposed to be moving it to a thing called TCG Live. Yeah. Their fully revamped version. Yeah. They're bringing it to like a modern card interface and not mm-hmm. the ancient one they've been using for online forever. Yeah. That's just in delay currently. Just in holding. Like they're, it's in beta in Canada, Mexico, and like Australia or something. Uh. Yeah, but that's like, going to be one of the ones where they just all of a sudden say, oh, yeah, we're done. It's out. Yeah, and when that hits, you're going to see a massive fly up again in Pokemon. Because if, if it actually runs on phones and tablets and everything the way that the old one did, but much better, it's going to be amazing. And then it also is running on PC, so like, I'm just going to be playing Pokemon constantly. Yeah. Early next year. Because that, that was the other kick. With uh, God, I hope it's not early next year. It literally hit beta in, in February, and it should have been out by now. Um, when you buy Pokemon cards, it'll be next summer, probably. God, blow my brains out if that's the case. Uh, I mean, they'll wait for the window to where like there's nothing. That's their window now. You're gonna have to build hype because I feel like Scarlet and Violet are are pushing to like. Eh-huh. A whole lot of like middling. Yeah, but you're like a you're a pragmatic nintendo slash pokemon person i don't know what that that's means. a rarity <laughs> that means you'll look at the game objectively and be like that doesn't look good oh whereas okay. most people would be like fat 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 <laughs> 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 no, i hope they don't say it when they do it the <laughs> why well, did you know audio oh yeah no no i know why you had to do it but I, there's just part of me that knows that half of them probably say it the the thing for me is 
that needs to happen. Like that would be a perfect late June, early July drop mm-hmm. when Nintendo's kind of not doing anything. Just yeah. boom, here you go. Uh, but for as you don't know this, when I, whenever you open a pack of Pokemon cards, one of the cards in there is a promo code to get a pack in the online trading card game. Mm-hmm. For the they, new one or the old one? The branding has switched to the new one, but it's it's been that way for both. Okay. Because uh, there's a bunch of stuff you can transfer over. There's a bunch of stuff you can't as well, but whatever. But it's like you would double up again for releasing a new updated version of it and that. like You just watch another swell happen. Yeah. They don't care. I mean, it's going to come at whenever they, they do know, it anyway. I know, but so. like, I'm annoyed. Yeah. Speaking of annoying things, uh, Diablo Immortal is the biggest launch in the history of the Diablo franchise, according to Activision Blizzard. Did you do the math on how many people they've had download it? No. I think it's 10 million. I think that's the number that I saw as well. Yeah. Um, And all the issues with it. Yeah, not that it matters, but the user review score on Metacritic is, like, dumb low. Yeah, it's also going to get review bombed, though. Yeah. Because they're, up, from my understanding, and I did not play. I played till about level four, and then I uninstalled it because I was like, this just isn't, it's not me. When new Diablo comes around, I'll actually be down and play Diablo again. But, like, mm-hmm. this, this just doesn't grab me. Maybe if I... Uh, could actually get it on my phone and I would but it's very clearly even playing on my PC obviously it's it's a phone game but I was just kind of like yeah, I don't I don't care it's not it doesn't it didn't grab me uh but apparently the microtransactions are so bad so bad like the balance between free to play and microtransactions is so bad and the microtransactions themselves are shit so you have everybody ripping them apart which is going to cause metacritic review bombs and stuff yep um, in 2023, the 65th Annual Grammy Awards will include the category to honor original scores created for or as a companion to a current video game or interactive media. You know why I'm annoyed about that? Why? Because some of the best soundtracks we've ever had in games have already happened. Yep. For sure. And it's the Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's the back end of that is the reason why they're adding it. Other interactive media. So, like, my assumption is that they were like, oh, we can get, like, you know, Netflix shit in here and stuff like that. Like, any of their new stuff that they do that's interactive. Yeah. <clears throat> 2018 Red Dead Redemption. 2018 God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Cyberpunk had a good soundtrack. Like... Doom. D- Doom and Doom <laughs> Eternal. I can still tell you right now, if you ever need a hype-up song and you need to like get going, the only thing they fear is you from Doom Eternal. Turn it on, give yourself about five seconds to get hype, and then go beat the hell out of whatever you're going to do. Surgery, beat the hell out of it. That <laughs> test, beat the hell out of it. Baking a cake, bake the hell out of that cake. Rip and tear until it is done. Uh, iOS 16 will support Joy-Cons and Switch Pro controllers. Saudi Arabia. I started laughing about that. 
I just found that really funny. Yeah, it's random. Because I was like, Switch Pro Controller? Okay, all right. It's just random. I don't know. Joy-Cons? Okay, all right. Some fucking... Someone who makes too much money at Apple was bored. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else can we do? I don't know. They're going to make us do the whole thing with a headphone jack. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Joy-Cons? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Uh, Saudi Arabia has bought a $1 billion stake in Embracer Group. The equivalent of approximately 8.1% of the company's shares. Which, think about that. Yeah, it's, that's... That's silly. A billion dollars buys you less than 10% of a company. Yeah. A, t- a company, once upon a time, THQ Nordic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nintendo will not be t- participating in this year's Gamescom. Uh, the ESA said in a new report that 48% of people who play games identify as female, and 29% of game players are people of color. Giant, Giant Bomb founding member Jeff Gerstman has announced his departure from the company. Gerstman announced his new venture, The Jeff Gerstman Show, a podcast about video games, which he is supporting through a Patreon campaign. According to the Xbox Game Pass website, Starfield is expected in early 2023. Uh, Gamecom, or uh, Gamecom, Capcom will be holding a digital showcase on June 13th. And we got a rumor. God of War Ragnarok will release this November on PS5 and PS4, and the game's final release date will be announced this month. I hope that's true. I hope it's true. I do not believe it to be true. So. It's definitely possible. Yeah. And it would be on time if that's the case. But that there's a couple. <laughs> if they're on time, man, would that be like painting a bad light on a bunch of other studios? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Ragnarok released on time. Why the fuck can't you? Would be a lot of people's perceptions. Incorrect, but it would be a lot of people's perceptions. My assumption is based on like what we've heard from other, you know, rumors, and is that uh, it's on the fence. Like it, it's ah uh, the old fifty-fifty. It could yeah. or could not happen. Yeah, like they're they're kind of like trying to figure out if they should delay it or not. It was November, right? I could see a month delay. But I could see them being able to still keep it in 2022, but then being like, we need to push this a month to like fine tune mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, they're not going to rush that after how good they had the first one. You can't rush it. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, literally everyone else is delaying their games. But that's why it's very tempting. I know. But like, it's. I, listen, I agree with you. you know. I just, it's, that's the temptation. Where there is a hole that you can occupy, why not put yourself there? Yes. <laughs> How do you kill that which has no life? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I'd be excited because it's it'd be the thing I'm looking forward to now, and it's like cool. I have a I have a date and time to like look at, but at the same time, I yeah I don't know. I don't know if I believe it. I don't, I don't yeah. believe it enough to pre-order it. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, we're, well, I guess we're going to find out pretty soon, probably. Yeah. Where, uh, whether it's coming out or getting delayed. And who knows? Maybe I'll have something to be excited about after Sunday. Yeah. Because Sunday, Sunday is Microsoft uh, Microsoft X Bethesda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. 
that's all uh, that's all we got for news i believe anything you got for the last seven days what you've been up to doing watching uh not really doing the normal thing watching the anime started or watched the first steps of the boys current with obi-wan kenobi uh done with strange things as i was last week uh playing lego star wars randomly so much and so much to do with that game yeah it's kind of it's dumb how much there is to do in that game and uh we started sign for Elite five so that's, that's true that's where i'm at nice good how about you started sign for Elite five with you mm-hmm. it's a good time yeah playing on hard I there's a we're b- it's I, on hard but i feel we like both- it's it was like easy. Did we both have that thought at the end? We're like, do we need to kick this to authentic and just like send it? I thought about it, and I was just like, or I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we should next time be like, all right, that was easy. Let's kick it to authentic and just see what happens. Yeah, and I so we might we might end up there. Yeah, I mean, if we did that, then I don't know. I just don't know. I mean the. Authentic. I feel like the gap between hard and authentic is pretty sizable. That's the thing is that it might just be like too much because like you immediately lose all of the empty lung benefits. Like you don't get yeah, the yeah. help with that, which would fuck me hard because I always forget to range my gun. So yeah, yeah, it it would immediately go. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and then you're like basically one shot kill. Like, but I mean, for we, you like you get shot once you die. Yeah. So there's there is some of that. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm down for like giving it a run and just kind of seeing how bad it is. I'm curious if like the first mission was like stupid easy. That's the other thing too is like if we just go hard into number two, does it stay the? It, do we find it to be the same? Because if we find it to be the same, then we can kick it on to third and be like, all right, let's go up and just see what happens. Yeah, and then we can turn it back down or whatever. Yeah. Um, or I can get real crazy and throw in the customized shit, but we you know we'll see. Yeah. The uh otherwise, I mean it was pretty. Yeah, it was good. It, it it was reasonably smooth and ran well, didn't glitch on us. Yeah. Uh a lot of bullet times, always a fan. Yep. Definitely bullet times. Um I don't know if it affects uh a multiplayer session, but when you load the game and it's like how often or you go through the settings, it's like how often do you want bullet times? I have them all maxed. Oh really? I was like, give me all of them. I just kind of kept it at what the defaults were, so I wanted to just always see it. That's why I was I I was pulling and I don't know if it's just frequent or I was just happy to lucky to get them, but that's why I was pulling like well rod bullet times and SMG bullet times, yeah. I think, because I just have them turned all the way up. Maybe. I don't know. It is still maybe jarring, maybe though. like um the next mission, I'll turn mine off, and we'll turn yours up all the way, and we'll see what happens. Oh, mine are already up all the way, so yeah, and it'll be... <laughs> we'll see, like, if we're just constantly getting your fucking bullet times the whole time, like... <laughs> it is... I can't, like, do anything, because it's... Kind of <laughs> yeah. like... It is almost the... It, well, it is jarring that if if you're not talking to each other and knowing that the other one's about to get into a gunfight or shoot something, and then all yeah. of a sudden your camera just is like, here's a bullet time, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, but yeah. So that's that's been good. I've uh, been playing some show, doing the baseball thing. Watched a baseball game with you. Mm-hmm. Absolute shit houseery. It was great. Yep. Get wrecked, Mets. <laughs> they got wrecked. Uh, for reference, if you ever in uh MBT Stadium in Syracuse, New York, 
for a night game, do not sit on the visitor dugout side for a night game. You will get blasted in the face with sun. Yeah, that's true. That did happen. Partially blind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good game. Obviously, Yankees uh, AAA team won, which is all we can ever ask for. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, sucks for your brother, but you know, hey, listen, you chose what you chose. Yep. Um, stadium was nice. It was a good time. Yeah. Easy to get in and out. Yep. Wasn't you know. Yeah, everything's pretty accessible. Bathrooms are clean. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. Upstate so. New York sports. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Uh and then just, you know, doing the wow thing. Casual wow player. Yeah. For now. For now. Still uh back to the like rating conversation we had where trying to find potentially something for all of us to play again of or at least Maybe not necessarily like a raid thing, but just all of us to kind of be able to get in and, and slap around with each other on. Yeah. A raid would be nice, but it would have to be like a, a low barrier to entry type thing. Right. So. Well, it would have to be a low barrier to entry, and we don't have the same group of six people, six to ten people that we had consistently when we were doing that at any given moment. Yeah. Where it's like something like the division would almost be perfect where it was four people, and then we just pull a rando in and go do stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll yeah. figure something out at some point. The load of Guild Wars 1, maybe. Who knows? Um, I do have it installed on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Just start doing 55 runs because we're bored. Uh, it, it did not age well. I will say that. Oh, like, I, could tell, I could tell it. I could have told you that in 2010. Uh, like, this isn't going to look good. <laughs> I like jumped in. And I was like, this is not how I remember looking. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, rose tinted glasses. But anyway, uh, we will see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.